In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In our three weeks of preparation for Lent, we had mentioned the reminder that the church being led by the Holy Spirit to 40 days of fasting in Great Lent is modeled after our Lord's very life. As He was led by 40 day, for 40 days, led by the Holy Spirit, 40 days in the wilderness where He would fast and then would be tempted by Satan after those 40 days. And this was done right after His baptism, right at the beginning of His tangible earthly ministry of redeeming and reconciling the world back to God. And today on the first Sunday of Lent, we actually have placed before us this very story of Christ being led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness for those 40 days from the Gospel of St. Matthew and chapter 4. Let's take a look at this story. We're told that Jesus is indeed led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness where He would fast for 40 days and then be tempted by Satan. The thing that we have to note in that very truth, in that statement, is that Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit to this. We need to mark that. Sometimes we let those words go out of our mouth and through our minds and they go nowhere. Jesus was led by God's Holy Spirit into the wilderness, we ought, which ought to tell us that there was great divine purpose. Something that had to be done. So that when we see Jesus being led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness for those 40 days of fasting, He is active doing something in obedience to God, the Father, by the will and voice of the Holy Spirit leading Him. He is doing something that would affect our salvation. He was making something happen in this world that would be beneficial to all who would come into Him after His finished work was complete. In some way, Christ being joined to the Father's will, expressed leading, again, by the Holy Spirit, was so that we might find salvation, and in this particular way, that we might be released from the power of Satan and all of the temptations that He constantly throws at us. This was the purpose of that 40 days. This all was part of God's divine plan to release us from our oppressor. We're going to look more at this. Because it says, after 40 days of fasting, he'd had nothing to eat. After 40 days, and it, that's when Satan would come to tempt him, when Christ was at his absolute physically weakest point. Isn't this how He comes to us so often? When we get weak and frail and tired, we feel the onslaught more. At least I do. Because our guard gets down. So He tries this with our Lord Jesus Christ. At Christ's weakest point, He comes to tempt Him. And the church fathers are very particular when they say that the three temptations that you see mentioned in the Gospel of St. Matthew, each three temptation, you can picture it, are of umbrellas of all the temptations that He could possibly throw at all of us. For the Scriptures tell us very plainly that Jesus Christ Himself was tempted in every human way possible. 
and yet remained without sin so that you and I could enjoy the spoils of that victory. So that you and I also, when we're tempted in all of these different ways, because of Christ in us, could cast away the one who had come to tempt us. We'll have a brief look at these temptations. It's not the main point of what our Lord wants us to see today, but just to be reminded, those three temptations that are those umbrellas to all of the temptations that come our way. The first temptation was this. The temptation towards self-sufficiency rather than God-dependency. Jesus had not eaten for 40 days. First thing Satan comes at him with, Jesus, you're hungry. You're weak. Take things into your own hands. See these stones? Turn them into bread. I know that you can do this and you could feed yourself and you'd feel so much better. And what does Jesus respond with? He comes directly against the core of the temptation. He said, no, man doesn't live by bread alone. I live by only all of the words of my father. All of the words of God. That's what feeds me. That's all that I need. And the fiery dart bounces off. The second one was the temptation to vainglory and tempting God to act in vainglorious ways. Satan takes him to a high point and he says, Jesus, Jesus, throw yourself off. Throw yourself off of here. And you know that if you do, God is going to send the angels to come and take you and, and take you underneath their wings so that your foot doesn't dash against a stone. He even uses scripture in the moment. In other words, tempt God to act. In some glorious manner. It was some false glory he was after. And Jesus says, Thou shalt not put the Lord thy God to the test. And the third temptation has to do with the material riches of the world, the power in the world, and control in the world. Because he takes Jesus again to a high point, And he puts all the kingdoms before him. He says, Bow down before me. Worship me. And I will give you every one of these kingdoms. What does Jesus say? Only God will be worshipped. Only God will be worshipped. And then, at that point, having overcome the temptations, He says, away with you, Satan. Depart from me. Depart from me. He commands Satan with power and authority, even in the midst of human weakness, to depart. And Satan had no choice to depart because he had no hope to win this battle. And he had to obey that voice of authority. Satan had no choice but to flee from him. And then we're told that once Satan flees, the angels do actually come to Jesus and minister to him in his weakness and encourage him and strengthen him. And I would imagine seeing songs glorifying God for Satan being overthrown right there in the wilderness. You see, it is Christ, our God, who overcame the power of the tempter and it will always be in our lives Christ, our God, who overcomes all of our temptations. It is never us. All we do is stay in Him. All we do is rely in Him, on Him. And when the temptations come our way, what are we to do but turn our face away and look upon Christ? who went 40 days fasting and overcame the temptations of the devil. And in that moment, he will be your warrior. He's the one who will be your strength. 
He's the one who will deliver you. You have no mighty right arm. You need his. And so we rely on the victory that he won. I want to put before us for just a moment. I want to put side by side Christ's 40 days of fasting and our 40 days of fasting, prayer, and almsgiving that we're called to do in Great Lent because there mostly are incredible similarities, but there's one important difference that I think that we need to acknowledge and have in us, particularly right here at the beginning of Lent. The first is this, as we said before, Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness for 40 days where He fasted. We too are led by that same Holy Spirit with great purpose, the purpose of our salvation. We are led by the Holy Spirit for 40 days, not only to fast, but to increase prayer and communion with God, to simplify our lives, and to give alms that we might grow in the virtue and love of love and charity in the midst of this 40 days, becoming more like Christ who walked through those 40 days. But there's one that's a little bit different. And this is the one I really believe that our Lord would have us lock into our minds and grasp. Because it has everything to do with understanding the reason for which we do all of these things as led by the Holy Spirit in the 40 days of Lent. Now we're told that Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit in the wilderness that in order that He might be tempted. And I want to dismiss something because it's so completely untrue according to our faith. Jesus was led into the wilderness to be tempted. We are not led in Lent for the purpose of being tempted. It's a lie. Now, are we tempted in Lent? Yes. Aren't you tempted every day? And I have sometimes in life outside of Lent where the temptations are greater. I have sometimes in Lent where the temptations are greater. We are not led by the Holy Spirit into Lent to be tempted by Satan. Don't you remember when Christ was asked by His disciples, Lord, how shall we pray? Christ taught them to pray this incredible truth. And lead us not into what? Temptation. We are not being led to Lent for the sake of being tempted. Rather, we are being led into Lent to fast and pray and give alms to return to the Lord who was tempted and overcame temptations. We do everything that we do in Lent to turn our entire being back to God. To place ourselves once again where we have been a little weak and frail and negligent in this communion and relationship with Him. We are called in these 40 days to take ourselves and through prayer and fasting and almsgiving and simplicity. To bring our entire self back within God again. Why? Because we're being led for these 40 days to come into Christ so that we might experience the spoils of His victory. The one that is already won. Like I mentioned just a minute ago. When we are in Christ and our face is set like flint towards Him, our enemy has no power to tempt. He has no strength to win. 
Because the victor has already overthrown him by his 40 days and the cross and the resurrection and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit into the life of every believer. We are fasting. We are praying. We are almsgiving. We are simplifying our lives to once again enjoy life in Christ, which is nothing but victory. And to enjoy all the spoils of the victory, the benefits of the kingdom of God. To watch Christ defend us actively. To see Christ war for us strongly. Because he's the lover of your soul. Remember the God who made himself, Christ our God, who made himself weak in the 40 days and was tempted did so that in Him you might be strong with His strength and with His power. The Mass today is literally painted with pictures of this very idea of Christ being the one who is our victory, our defender, our stronghold, the one who has won everything. Let me just point out a few things from the Mass to encourage you in this. In the Collect of the Day, the very prayer that we pray, the priest prays it, we all pray it together in our hearts, that tells us the thrust of what our attentiveness is to be on in this Mass. The Collect prayer we pray, O Lord, who for our sakes didst fast 40 days and 40 nights, give us grace to use such abstinence that our flesh, being subdued to your Holy Spirit, we may ever obey thy godly motions in righteousness and true holiness. Here we are right at the beginning of this Mass asking for the very grace of God to submit in all that we do in Lent. To submit to the leadings of the Holy Spirit. To place ourselves submitting to the leadership of Christ our God through the Holy Spirit. That we may experience Christ's victorious and healing work in our lives. In the gradual that you heard at the procession of the gospel when the choir sang, they sang this. He shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee in their hands that thou hurt not thy foot against a stone. Who is active here on our behalf? Us or God? God commanding his angels for all those who return to him. For all those who turn themselves to Him, He commands His angels to come and swarm around you, to uphold you, to strengthen you, just as they ministered to Christ at the end of the 40 days. We see the picture again in the offertory that you will hear in just a few short moments. Just after the creed, you will hear the choir sing these words. He shall defend thee under His wings. And thou shalt be safe under his feathers. His faithfulness and truth shall be thy shield and buckler. I ask you again, what are we led to good to do in the 40 days? What is this all about? We are led to bring ourselves once again into the God who is our mighty stronghold. The God who commands angels as his armies on your behalf. This is all offered to all of those who turn to Him and come into Him. We're not led to be tempted. We will be tempted. We are led to Christ who will throw away the tempter, the accuser, 
and every fiery dart that he can throw from us and towards us. This is what our journey in Lent is all about. That we may return to him and find ourselves so wrapped up in him that we may have the joy of witnessing Christ's victory in and for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.